0: This is Troy Swanson, I'm the department chair at the Moraine Valley Library, and we are at the first annual science fair held here in the library. Let's go see what we can learn. Okay, I'm here at the science fair and it looks like you have your hands in some kind of white, goopy stuff. First off, what's your name?
1: Uh, Samantha Reyes.
0: And Samantha, what is this stuff that you're mixing up in this bowl?
1: It's um, water and cornstarch.
0: Okay, and so what is your science fair experiment, and what's it teaching us?
1: It's teaching us that the air pressure can make it condense and it can make a solid, but then it can make a liquid with little pressure.
0: (laughs) That's pretty cool. So this is just regular cornstarch you can buy at the store?
1: Yes. All
0: right, so I could do this at home. Exactly. Is this just cornstarch and water? Yes. Oh, cool, and is this for a class?
1: Yes, for physical science.
0: All right, great, thanks, Nice, uh, nice display. Okay, and so I'm here with?
2: Cynthia Gangora.
0: Okay, Cynthia, and tell me about uh, what your project is.
2: Um, So our project is about fertilizing pea plants with a more healthier alternative. Um, Right now with our agricultural industry, we're um, noticing a lot of decreased nutrient value inside of our fruits and vegetables. So we wanted to find something that was a greener alternative, and we found this nettle tea. Uh, The stinging nettle tea is a plant that grows uh, very abundantly, um, like weeds, so it's very accessible, and we figured that if it does work, people could use it in their gardens. Um, and what we're finding, uh, the first trial around, there wasn't a lot of control with the water and the concentration, but our second run now, um, the water, just simply out of just noticing the moisture of the uh, water, um, just which is just straight water, It's very dry. Our nettle tea is actually keeping a lot of the moisture inside of the soil. Our plants are also overall growing taller. They're growing greener, Um, so we're hoping that at the end of our trial run, we'll have a more um, a possible solution for one of the biggest problems. I think um, is going on in our uh, trying to feed everybody and just all all of the use of the pesticides and the things that are um, just really affecting our environment.
0: So this is a less toxic, more sustainable, is it a, a fertilizer or is it? No,
2: it is actually a plant. It, uh, the the stinging nettle tea is a plant that grows on itself and then it, it you can grind it up and make it into a tea, um, which you could actually drink as well. The tea is known to have a lot of vitamin A, B, and C, so we're also hoping that. Um, the plants will grow with a lot more nutrients as well.
0: Gotcha. So I'm looking at it, and you have a, so two trays, peas growing in both, one with the nettle tea, and the, the nettle tea really does. It looks like a glass of tea, like you did iced tea. Yes. And then next to it is a cup of water. So, all right, cool. Um, so, this is a good experience?
2: Yes, it was. I'm um, actually going um, we were chosen for the school to go off to STEM to. Um, uh, you know, go and show For the professors.
0: competition, yes. yeah. For the
2: competition, um, where the judges are for Argonne National Laboratory, so we hopefully we can bring a prize back to the school.
0: As wow, well. that's great, so what class is this for?
2: Um, we actually did this for just STEM, um, but we are, all two of the people in our group are in Honors Biology 112. Oh, great,
0: okay, well thanks for your time. This is a great experiment. Thank you. Okay, so I'm here with? Aya Alia. Okay, and you are doing, I see the sign says Chem, is that Chem? Chem 131. Chem 131. And what is your project?
3: Um, we did the cosmetics part, but we did a specific area for body butters. Okay.
0: Body butters. Yeah. All right. And well, I know what that is?
3: Yeah. I mean, it's like lotion. Lotion.
0: Okay. <laughs> Translated to stuff I can understand.
3: Yeah, but it's like butter, so it's like... Uh, it's all essential oils. We use no like chemicals. It's all natural, and we did for each type of skin. So we have some for dry skin, for wrinkly skin, for oily skin, for acne skin.
0: So this is all, it's more sustainable, less chemical.
3: No chemical. No chemical. We only use like shea butter, mango butter, coconut butter, and then like different oils. So some have coconut oil, some have uh, grapeseed oil, depending on what kind of skin you have, like each one does a specific thing for it. And it all contain vitamin E.
0: Okay. And so this is, um, a nice opportunity to kind of apply what you've learned.
3: Yeah, it is fun. I mean, we have to do some like heating process, melting process and like freezing process in order to make it. Cause we did it from scratch. So and does
0: this get you to see, um, commercial cosmetics in a different way?
3: Well, yeah, I mean, when you go buy a bottle of lotion from outside, you don't know what's in it. And even if you try to read it, you I mean, I don't understand anything that's labeled on it.
0: <laughs> great. Okay, great. Well, let me jump over here with? Sam. Sam. Yes. Okay, and tell me, you're also doing the cosmetics?
1: Yes. Yeah, I'm doing a lip balm, which is basically... Uh, a lot of stuff for your lips, so your lips stay hydrated and smooth and healthy and just happy all around. Okay,
0: and trying the same approach, n- no chemicals. Okay, so what? So what? Do you, how do you make um, non-chemical, healthier lip balm?
1: Well, what you have to start with is um, you have to use shea butter, beeswax, um, just almond oil. Uh, We also use a uh, vitamin E capsule, which is just for the naked one. That's like one of our names that we chose for it. And it's just basically it has nothing in it, no chemicals, no silicones in it, nothing in it. So it's all natural, all organic and free.
0: Is this something that um, you could make at home, or is this just a demonstration that it's possible that we should be looking for this when we're out buying at Target or wherever?
1: Oh, totally. Yeah, you can make it at home. You can go buy it. Um, it's up to you, you know. You can go. You, it's really easy to make at home. It took maybe about 10 minutes just to make it and just chill it for a good half an hour and then you have your own lip balm. Okay,
0: great. Thanks. I appreciate it. Okay, we're moving down. This uh, is very interesting. Uh, tell me your name.
4: My name is Abu Nishma.
0: Okay, and... What are you doing here? I see some smartphones on glass trays.
4: Yes, this is actually um, a build-your-own microscope where uh, you just cut some wood, cut some plexiglass, and you drill a hole. You can buy any lenses, microscope lenses, from eBay, Amazon. Even you can open up a laser, and you can use that lens. You put it in the hole, and you just put your smartphone in any slides, any leaves, any microorganisms on slides, and you get your own microscope. So this
0: is, these are, you have standard um, slides like you use for chemistry
4: class or bio class. class. Bio- All of these from microbiology. All of these slides are from microbiology.
0: Okay, and then you take a smartphone and you're using the the um, cameras on the smartphone with the lenses with the to, lenses. to uh, zoom in on the image.
4: Yes, we're using the camera smartphones to zoom in on the through the lenses and you get a really clear pictures of the microorganisms. It's really nice and cool and it's less than $20 to build. So. Nice. Less than
0: $20, so you're, gonna, you're working to put the, uh, the uh, microscope manufacturers out of business.
4: Yeah, exactly, exactly and we're actually trying to send these to Africa to help them. They can't afford the hundreds or thousands worth of microscopes so we're gonna try to send these to Africa and they can use.
0: Yeah, wow, this is great. So, I mean, it's less than $20 with the kind of hidden, as long as you own the smartphone to start with.
4: Yeah, as long as you own the smartphone,
0: really. (laughs) Yeah, but kind of a cool thing is that you could have these in class and any student could show up with their own phone and then take their own pictures and recordings to study later.
4: Yes, yeah, they can take their own pictures. If it's a moving particle, you can take a video, go home, review it. It's really nice to even see uh, moving microorganisms and take videos of them and...
0: Yeah, this is great. So where did you get the idea for this?
4: Well, the idea came from our uh, chemistry teacher. She built one before. It kind of worked. She was really happy with the results. I think she sent it to Poland or Africa. They really loved it, and they've used it. They've sent her um, thank-you notes and started from there. Yeah, this is great. So who's your teacher? Uh, For debt. Yeah, Yeah. okay, great. This is excellent. Well, thank
0: you so much for your work and for uh, showing this to me. You're very welcome. Nice and we're moving down through the science fair now and I just ate three pieces of cake which is um, one of my favorite entries here in the science fair so tell me your name
5: Uh, my name is Sarah Ando I'm a librarian
0: here yes a librarian so we uh have a ringer hidden in the in the bunch there's actually a couple faculty and staff entries in the science fair um and Sarah is one so Sarah tell me why I just got to eat cake at the science fair
5: So my project is the science of baking. It's more of a demonstration. There's no hypothesis or results or experiment, really. Well,
0: I think the results taste good. but
5: (laughs) Yeah, so I I have the three stages of baking, mixing, baking, and cooling. And then I have um, kind of some frequently asked questions people might have about baking. Um, One of my favorites, I guess, is how can I bake a fluffy cake? And (laughs) the secret to that is actually whipping the air into the batter before you bake it. So that's really important.
0: And so what are the three types of cake that we have here?
5: So um, I kind of wanted three different very ingredient, you know, very different ingredients for a cake. So I have an angel food cake, kind of a regular layer, white layer cake, or um, something you'd find at birthdays or anniversary cakes. And then um, I have a cream cheese pound cake, which is my personal favorite.
0: Mmm, cream cheese. So you were describing to me a little bit about um, the temperature at baking and how how there's like a balance to be not too hot, not too cold to to make a cake into a cake. Could you describe that again for me?
5: Yeah. So basically, all those air pockets that you whip into the batter before you put them in the oven are very important, since uh, you know when it is actually in the oven, the air pockets um, expand. Um, as it's baking and then um, whatever starch or gluten or protein you have in your cake kind of um, hardens and solidifies while that uh, air pockets are expanding. So it's a very delicate process.
0: If it's too cool they won't expand enough. Uh,
5: yes so you know you have to make sure that you know you don't want it to be too hot or else it will, um, expand a lot, but then you know, the, the flour or sugar proportions, um, they aren't, you know, they solidify too early, and the cake will either harden with like smaller air pockets or they might collapse uh, into themselves, so um, it's a very delicate process. Okay,
0: great, this is fun. Um, so I appreciate it. Thank you. Sure. sure. Okay, so I'm here with?
6: Tish Hayes.
0: And Tish is one of our librarians and the organizer, one of the organizers, of this event. So how's the, the science fair going?
6: It's going really well. Um, the projects are amazing. Um, students seem really enthusiastic about sharing what they've been doing in class and what they've come up with for extra credit projects. And we've had lots of people coming by and checking it out.
0: It seems like um, a number of classes have taken advantage of this, so that's good.
6: Yes, it's super exciting to connect with the science department, um, both physical sciences and biological sciences. We don't see them in the library that much because people just assume that we are all about books and reading, but we're about so much more.
0: Okay, so I was going to ask, why in the library and not somewhere else?
6: Um, I think it's really important in the library to show off all kinds of information, all kinds of learning. Um, It's a great space to connect with students um, about really important topics, Um, and science in all of its various forms shows off um, things that we're most passionate about. Um, So asking questions, doing research, um, helping us understand um, what's going on in the world. So I think it's a great, great connection.
0: Yes, well, and this looks like a great success. So thank you, and we look forward to this into the future.
6: Thank you, Troy.